Good afternoon, all, or whenever you're listening to this. And thanks for taking your time uh, listening to Bigfoot Society for a few minutes today. Appreciate that. There's a lot of different things you could be listening to. Today is a Q&A uh, episode, and I'm answering a question from Simia from the Patreon. Simia is a newer patron there, so thank you for you know sending in your question. The question is, are there reports of Sasquatch using stone or wooden tools? Absolutely. It's a great question. Uh, let's go through a few different a few different things. Uh, could be interesting. Things I've well, one way, you know, it depends on how you define does Sasquatch use stone or wood as a tool. One way they could be using st stone as a tool could be to get people to get out of their area. In fact, I just talked to a lady a few weeks ago. We had a phone interview. She shared a story about how she was chased out of an area in the upper New York region by some kind of creature, which we think is a Bigfoot, throwing rocks at her. So that could be a, a tool right there. Uh, use that as a tool to get humans out of your area. Another interview that comes to mind was when I talked to Shane Corson a few different times. And of course, Shane is a researcher, Bigfoot researcher from the Olympic Project. And back in 2017, they found some interesting evidence uh, in the nest area that was on top of a ridge. Uh, they found some rocks there. Um, they found almost scarring on, on the rocks on a surface, the surfaces that could be paired together. And I, I believe Shane actually has those now. But uh, it, it was almost as if the stones, the rocks had been used for clacking over time. Now, if you listen to interviews with Shane or Monster X Radio, which is his own great podcast, which you should be checking out, what they think is going on is you've got the multiple nests down lower, right? And you've got on these ridges, you've got almost sentry points. It's almost like military in a way. And the idea is that you've got certain Bigfoot Sasquatch on these ridges. Uh, and when they see someone coming in, they're kind of like a sentry. And they take these rocks and they, they clack them together, making different noises. Um, it's interesting to think about. So there you've got another way that a, a stone could be used as a tool. More as an alarm system, right? Now here's a a way that most Bigfoot researchers or people that have gone out looking for Bigfoot have experienced in some way or another because we're really doing it ourselves as well. And that is using a stick or a, well, we'll say stick in this uh, example, hitting it against a tree or a piece of wood to signal and it's almost like there's some kind of sort of signal there 
We don't know what it's exactly saying to the Bigfoot, but we do know that when you're out there looking for them and you have a sound recorder set up, you're usually hearing these tree knocks throughout the night. I mean, and I have myself have experienced that um, in the uh, the wild woods of Iowa with Tate Hieronymus. And check out Sasquatch's Search for Sabe uh, Iowa episode if you want to hear more about that. That's my episode with Tate's documentary. But that's another way that it's a piece of wood could be used as a tool that we know about, another type of signal. Now, as a little uh, palate cleanser, let's ask the question for a few minutes, do they use tools in general? Not even thinking about stones or, or sticks, right? I did find an interesting article from the Stillwell... Democrat Journal from Stillwell, Oklahoma. Of course, if you're into Bigfoot, you know that there are Bigfoot in the state of Oklahoma like crazy. Now, this is a very interesting article. It's called Into the Shadows, Does Bigfoot Use Tools by D.W. Lee? And it, it seems that a gentleman was fishing near Branton, Missouri in a secluded spot. He's bald by himself. And he heard something coming towards the wood, woods behind him. And he's trying to figure out what it is. Is this a mountain lion? Is it a bear? He's looking. Lo and behold, the gentleman finds a Bigfoot making its way down to the water about 100 feet from where he's fishing. So the guy gets down. He gets quiet. He's watching him. The Bigfoot reaches the water, kneels down, holding an old-style silver lunchbox that had been carrying with him. Bigfoot opens up the lunchbox, dips it in the water, fills it up, uses it to drink, take a drink out of it. That's very interesting. It means they're smart. We know uh, by looking at footage, you know, you go to the zoos, you can see monkeys making tools out of very interesting objects. So it's not out of the question that Bigfoot could be using, you know, imagine they stumble upon a campsite or they find some trash in the woods. It's a lunchbox. They don't know what it is. They just know, hey, this maybe looks like a scoop and I can use this instead of my dirty hands uh, scooping water up into them, into my mouth. I can use this lunchbox. It's pretty cool to think about. And I think it's legit. Here's another interesting story that's been reported, and this comes from Know the Sasquatch, uh, which is a fantastic book. If you guys don't have it, I'm going to have an affiliate link to the book on Amazon in the show notes, and you absolutely need to pick it up. If you're, if you're going to get any Bigfoot book, I just got a copy of this, and it is so amazing. Uh, it's... It's like an encyclopedia with amazing pictures galore. So you're not going to get bored. Don't worry. But there's a story in here that was called out. And you, you may have heard this one before. And this kind of talks about another way Bigfoot is using rocks as well. So the story goes that in November 1967, a gentleman named Glenn Thomas found or came upon an interesting situation. He was near Estacada, Oregon. And what he found 
was three Sasquatch, a male, female, and juvenile, in this rock boulder field, and they were pretty much lifting up rocks, smelling for something, and then stacking the rocks in piles. Now, what he found out was the Sasquatch were looking for rodents that were underneath the rocks. So then if they smelled they smelled the rodent, they would start digging for what they were, of course, going to eat, right? Bigfoot's got to eat. So then you go to this one area. You've got rock piles. Uh, there's a picture of rock, rock piles created by an adult Sasquatch while foraging for food. Pretty cool pretty cool uh, photo. And also, if you're curious, uh, how many rodents does it take to uh, get a Sasquatch full? Well, the answer is about six to eight. So that's what Glenn Thomas observed the Sasquatch eating uh, six to eight rodents. So that's another thing, you know. Maybe not as a tool per se, but, you know, they were picking up the rocks, smelling the rocks for rodents, and then if they smell the rocks, then they're going to start getting their their dig dig on like crazy. They start digging and uh, find six to eight rodents and, you know, have a good have a good meal. So to go back to your original question, does Bigfoot use wood or stone as tools? I would say 100% yes, from the evidence that I've seen from different things I've read different people I've talked to, I have no reason to believe that they don't. Um, personally, it, listeners will know that I think we're looking at an undiscovered great ape. And if we look at apes that are studied in captivity, uh, chimps, etc., they have many different uses of tools, of things for tools that they've discovered. Um, definitely not out of the question to believe that uh, Bigfoot could not be a creature that uh, uses stone or wood as tools. Now, I know many people are probably going to have uh, different different uh, ways of thinking. You know, there are many different... Some people don't think that Bigfoot are apes, which is fine. You know, you think it's an alternate universe portal-hopping thing, that's fine. If you have thoughts about this, about why I might not know what I'm talking about, or maybe examples that um, I could have added, but maybe I didn't know, feel free to send me an email, please, to BigfootSociety at gmail.com. Put Q&A in the subject line. And if you've got a question you'd like me to answer in a Q&A episode, go ahead send me a, a Q&A email, bigfootsociety at gmail.com. I'll answer your question. But uh, thanks again for sending in that question through the Patreon from Simia. I know you've got a few other questions, and I should be able to answer those in the future as well. But hope you enjoyed this quick Q&A episode, and I hope to get more questions from listeners in the future. Thanks for listening all.